Good afternoon and welcome once again to uh, Love Your Business TV uh, with me, Adrian Peck. I am the uh, founder, uh, entrepreneur and founder of Better Never Stops. We deliver business advice and coaching programs to entrepreneurs and business owners around the UK uh, and indeed across the world now uh, on um, to help them hopefully help them either fall back in love or stay in love with their businesses. So we provide business advice and support uh, and invariably with business owners, they have been running a business for more than five years and they have started to run out of steam, uh, run out of time um, and run out of love for their business. Uh, so we provide, uh, say, business solutions uh, to help them, uh, to enable them to fall back in their love, uh, love back in, we enable them to fall back in love with their business and to uh, start living the dream they want. In fact, I've even written a book by it. Um, it's called How to Fall Back in Love with Your Business, The Entrepreneur's Guide to Rediscovering Your Mojo and Enjoying Every Day by Living Your Dream. Uh, so a very warm welcome. This kind of uh, Love Your Business TV came about about two months ago now. In fact, this is our 12th program uh, long before long before but before the coronavirus kind of horrible thing kicked off um, but we are growing and growing every single week which i'm very very proud to say uh, we go live on facebook and on youtube at 3 30 every single tuesday um, you can catch up uh, we turn this into a podcast as well so it goes on to spotify and onto apple and also onto google podcasts um, so you can catch up um, on listen to us and hello to the uh, the guys in uh, down under in Australia and also in the US. I know there's uh, guys that are regularly are downloading those podcasts every week uh, and listening to those as well. Um, you can also catch up with us on uh, Love Your Business TV. Uh, that takes you to your Better Never Stop site, but that then also uh, takes you it gives you all the previous uh, episodes and stuff of what we've been doing. Um, so, as always, you can catch up with me, adrian.peck, P-E-C-K, at peckuk.com. So, it's A-D-R-I-A-N dot peck at peckuk.com. Uh, if you want to catch up at all with me, please reach out and contact me. Uh, it's always great to uh, hear from you and to, to uh, the feedback you give me and the way it's helping your businesses, which is absolutely fantastic. Uh, so, moving on to this week, um, a couple of weeks ago, we uh, I talked about exiting your business, and I gave you various options about how you can exit, um, and I had quite a few questions about, that's all well and good, Adrian, but how much is my business worth? So, this week, we're going to focus very much on to um, how much is your business worth, and we're going to business valuations and what drive business valuations as well. Uh, so that's what we're going to do this week. Uh, so let's crack on. Uh, first of all, I'll give you just three examples um, of some stories really that I've come across uh, that I've personally been involved in the last uh, few years, uh, really around business sales and what's happened um, and kind of where they've gone. Um, so I've got three examples I want to take you through. First of all um, is business closes. Um, and I've even had, uh, I've had three emails in the last two weeks from people who are on my contact list uh, have radio dialogue uh, and basically because of the uh, coronavirus and what's happened they've kind of said that's it i'm just going to close my business i've had enough uh, type stuff now the unfortunate thing in those examples uh, and there's at least three that i know of they haven't sold their business they have literally just closed it 
um, which is an absolute travesty if you think of all the years they've built up and they've probably built up quite a lot of value and actually had nothing to walk away from it. So that's kind of the first example, really, of how businesses can just close um, and there is nothing left at the end of it. The uh, next one is um, is in Ely. Uh, um, about four years ago now, uh, one of my clients, we were looking to expand the areas that they were selling into. Um, and one of the options, of course, is whenever you're expanding is to buy somebody that's already in the um, in the vicinity. Uh, this is the uh, beautiful city of Ely. Uh, and my client um, expanded into Ely. So we looked at the options of purchasing a company there. Uh, and uh, as luck have it, a, a broker contacted me one day saying uh, there's a, a business for sale uh, that you're looking for in Ely. Uh, that on a fictional criteria, um, you know, would you be interested in purchasing it? So uh, I went started doing the due diligence uh, basis on behalf of my client. Um, it was uh, the guy wanted just over about a million quid for it uh, for this business. Um, and the the ironic thing is that the, we then met with him. I obviously went through a series of questions stuff to start cleaning out of him what it you know the kind of substance behind this business. Um, and, you know, the, the accounts hadn't been done properly. He had no idea what the sales were the previous year. He had no, or the previous month or even that month. He had no idea of what work in progress he had. Um, he had no database of all his customers. Uh, so there was kind of um, there was no uh, repeat business and stuff in there. That In the end, it was the business was just worthless, absolutely worthless. Um, and this guy wanted a million pounds for it. Um, and we just looked at it. And yes, there was some there were some assets with the business that kind of took that valuation down a little bit, if you like. But the hard and fast part of it, at the end of it, is I sat down with my client and said, look, you know, we can launch in this town. Uh, we can do all that. We've done all the, the budget in terms of, um, of, of launching this business and the marketing that needs to go behind it. Um, and it's probably a, a tenth, uh, it's I don't know, somewhere between 10 and 20%. It's 100 to 200K that we needed absolute maximum. And that's on a basis of a year of not doing any business. Um, and that was the route we took. So it just gives you an example of actually the real life going out and buying a business um, in, you know, in a real life situation. And, and where is its value? That, that business was worth 200 grand to us tops. In actual fact, I think we ended up spending about 100 grand to launch uh, the shop, and it was up running with about four months and generating revenue. So it in no way costs a million pounds, that's for sure. Um, the third example I've got um, of uh, businesses is um, a couple that I've actually been involved in in terms of actually selling them um, or actually buying them as well on, a, on behalf of businesses. And again, these were quite standalone, but these were two service-based businesses uh, one particular that uh, was a service-based business, it wasn't necessarily anything unique about it. And all we'd done actually was we just brought the uh, the customer base from them, the list of customers, uh, and there was a payback over about a four or six-month period where we just took those revenues, said, look, with those revenues, there was a price we paid on day one and over the kind of three to six months, um, as if those customers stayed with us, then there was a bonus in there for the owner. And, and again, in reality, the owner got very, very little money for that business uh, but just because there wasn't any value in it. And it just goes to show again 
that you've got to build that value into your business uh, that's not just about you. So there's a couple of kind of real life examples really of, of how and what drives business value. Um, but of course, you want to know is basically how much is your business worth? And that's what we want to go into today. So uh, the first thing I'm going to say, really, and I shouldn't have shown you that a little bit on the side of it. Let's just pop that up so it's a bit bigger. Um, is how much would you pay for this painting? Um, so how much would you pay for it? Uh, and um, I didn't mean to put the other bit up, actually. But actually, that painting, I mean, if you saw it in a car boot sale uh, or somewhere, you probably wouldn't think too much about it, really. Uh, and you, you know, think, well... To be honest, it's not really my cup of tea, um, but I probably wouldn't pay more than that 10 quid for it. Uh, the reality was that's the world's most um, expensive uh, painting ever sold. It was sold in 2017 for 400, $450.3 million dollars, uh, by Christie's. I think it was in New York. Um, and it dates back to something like 1500. It's um, one of, obviously, Da Vinci's uh, uh, paintings as well, um, Salvatore Mundi. Now, on face value, uh, that painting is actually not a lot, not well, not worth a lot of money unless you actually know it and you uh, it's something you desire as part of a collection, for instance. Then it has deeper and deeper value to it. But probably I'm wondering why the hell I'm on what kind of waffling on around about paintings and Da Vinci. But actually, the the value of a business to me, is very much like art, and it's like antiques. Antiques, it's like collectible cars, it's like um, classic cars. It's worth as much as anybody prepared to, to pay for it. And particularly when it's small businesses, it's a bit different when you get into um, uh, kind of 10 million pound plus turnover businesses, then there are certain formulas and multipliers you can put into it where um, you can come with multiple uh, factors of, of how a business is then worth. But in reality, in small business land, and these are businesses that are certainly uh, certainly less than half a, a, five, a five million pound turner, certainly less than kind of two or three million pound turnover. The value is really around the buyer, and it's how what they see that value is that really kind of drives it. There is no formula. The, uh, we touched on this a few weeks ago when we looked again at exiters, uh, exiting your business. 80% um, of businesses for sale don't sell. And that's primarily driven because there's a lack of preparation, there's poor financial results, there's over-reliance on the owner, and there's unrealistic uh, valuation. So 80% of businesses do not sell, which is a fairly scary statistic. But what I want to do is... Um, Oh, I'm just coming back uh, back onto that. Is so. I'm not trying to kind of um, dodge the question in terms of how much a business is worth, because again, what I'm saying to you is that there is no hard and fast formula. There is no magic formula. You just say, well, X plus X plus less. Therefore, there's evaluation. Now there are, uh, and I've seen. Uh, these kind of guys that get on the phone and they will uh, say, look, we can sell your business. We think it's worth X millions of pounds or worth X thousands of pounds or X hundreds of thousands of pounds, uh, which is a lot of the reason why that these businesses don't sell. But the, the reality is, is that I say there's, there is no magic formula that sits behind working out how much a business is valued and what that business is. It all depends on the buyer and what they see the value of that business. 
what I want to do is just go through some key drivers that do drive that valuation. Um, I'm not going to sit here now. So actually, if you've got a balance sheet that's worth this, you know, all of a sudden your business is worth that. It's just really not as simple as all that. Uh, and I'm not a business broker. I'm not here to kind of do that. But I just want to take you through actually what are the key drivers behind it. So the first key, key driver, there's four key drivers that I'm going to talk to you about here. The first key driver is the financials. So that we're looking at uh, the revenue, the turnover, the net profit that you make. Um, but this, but it's also something a bit deeper than that. It's also about uh, the performance that you have over time. So how steady or um, in, uh, the, are those financials? You know, are they is it repeating every single year, or is it up and down and, and stuff like that? Because again, like like if you were buying that painting and you were said, oh, well, you know, you smoke a bloke at a pub. So look, I've got those paintings, mate. Uh, it's a really great. So oh, it's painted by that Da Vinci bloke. Um, and you're kind of like, mm, well, really? What, why have you got it? Why have you got a $450 million uh, painting on your hand? You want certainty built into that. And it's no different from a buyer is they want to see that uh, those financials over a period of time. So it's not just about the, the how high the revenues or and the profits are. It's also about the quality of the data and that performance over time as well. And that quality of data, you go back to the, the business we try to buy in Ely, he couldn't give us any management accounts. So straight away, we, you know, he made it so difficult for us to buy that business, we had to walk away because we could not buy it because we could not value it. So it has to have some financials into it in order to give it a value. So it's really, really key. So the second one then is about growth and stability. So how? Uh, what's the future beyond today? Your buyer is not interested in the past in terms of where the business is going. It's not interested in where it's been. It's more interested in where it's going. But in the terms of financials, it wants to see some stability in there, and it wants to see sustained um, uh, revenues and profits in there. But actually, it's all worried. The, the buyer is all worried about the future. He's not worried about the 150-year history the business might have. He's worried about actually what's going to happen tomorrow, what's going to happen next month, what's going to happen in six months' time, what's going to happen in a year. So what are the growth plans that are in place? How sustainable is that business? What marketing, sales, um, you know, uh, what uh, strategy have you got in there that's going to grow and sustainable and have that business sustainable for a few years? Bear in mind that a, an investor or a buyer is going to buy that business I want to return an investment over a period of time. And obviously, the faster they can get that return back, then the higher the value that you'll have at your business. So the uh, the, the third one is cash. Um, now, this, this is a little bit odd because there is, there's two parts, really, to it that a business has to buy um, in terms of buying a business. First of all, it's going to write out um, or it's going to give you some money for your business. Your business that you built up, it has a value into it. Uh, it's, it's kind of it's goodwill and, and um, uh, what it's going to return over the next few years. It has that value to it, which is one kind of paycheck, if you like. The second part to it is what the working capital that needs to be involved in it as well and what cash needs to be in the business for it to be stained. In essence, they've got to write two checks. But those two checks are going to come from the same checkbook. 
Therefore, if you've got a business that is heavily um, needs a lot of cash to fund it every single day because it's got uh, a, you know, a big debtors list uh, and therefore uh, it's got needs, needs a lot of cash to fund it, the value of that business is going to go down because they, the, the, your buyer's only got one checkbook. I come across this a lot with a lot of engineering businesses as well, um, a lot of engineering and manufacturers businesses that they have um, a high degree of plant and equipment. So if you imagine you've got a million pounds worth of plant and equipment and you are uh, netting, let's say you're netting two or three percent from, a, you take a, uh, I don't know, you're turning over two and a half million, three million pounds uh, business, three million pound turnover business, and you're generating £200,000 worth of net profit per year. If I've got to go in and buy that business and spend a million pounds to buy all the assets of the business, £300,000 a year return on that, by the time I've paid myself and took all the other risks, is not that appealing to me. And that's just buying the assets of the business without the goodwill and the cash that's involved in it. That's why at times it's really, really difficult to sell these kind of manufacturing businesses, particularly where they've gone uh, a bit of kind of down a rabbit hole uh, and they haven't expanded and um, and kind of got their strategies right in their business because in, invariably the, um, the valuation of the business is going backwards every single day that those assets sit on that balance sheet. So the idea is really you need to get the asset sheet down and you need to get the cash collection into it as fast as possible because there is only one checkbook. So it's a really, really important part, an important um, factor that drives those valuations for those businesses. And the fourth one, and not surprisingly, um, and quite important one, um, is you. Um, there's a, there's a, a great saying about the uh, you can take away the balls but you can't take away the juggler. If you are the juggler in your business, as soon as we take you out, the balls are going to fall on the floor. So you can't be the juggler. You've got to build a business that's not about you, and you've got to take yourself further and further out of that business so it literally runs on its own without you being in it. Um, and the, the kind of great test to it is going on holiday for three months. Go on holiday for three months and see if the business can carry on running. If it can't, you've got a problem. You've got to have a problem your valuation at the end of the day as well because the owner will sit or the buyers will come in to say, well, okay, if we take John out of this business, um, what's it going to be worth? Well, actually, John does everything. He's talking to customers. He's talking to suppliers. He's making, you know, making all the day-to-day -day decisions. That becomes really unsustainable. So there's the kind of really four key valuation factors uh, that drive the value of your business. You're looking at your financials, making sure you've got good re good revenues and profits over a sustained period, that you've got good quality of data, and you've got um, the background and performance. You've got growth and stability in your business. So they're buying some certainty about the return on that investment over a period of time. It's got it's, it's, it's as um, cash lean as possible, uh, which is really, really important. And, of course, it's not reliant on you. And they are the four kind of uh, key parts of that. So hopefully uh, that's really helped you. Um, obviously, there's some more stuff uh, in my book. 
In chapter one, we talk about strategies and more stuff in there about uh, the exits and getting the valuation of your business. But in reality, the whole of my book is really there to drive up the value for business. If you follow anything I say to you, uh, you'll get there as well. Uh, the last thing is I've got a, a free uh, business health check that you can take. Uh, so it's peckuk.scoreapp.com, peckuk.scoreapp.com, and you can get a free, fairly in-depth, well, it's a very in-depth uh, business health check. It will look at every single aspect of your business uh, and give you a quality or a health score against each one of those parts of it. And as it overall, there's a 20-page report that comes off the back of it. So uh, please go and take that report. Um, at the end of it as well, uh, you can have a free consultation with myself uh, and to get um, some more in-depth uh, help and advice on it. In the report, there's um, at least 35 different strategies in there for you as well that come out of it to help you grow your business and, and increase that value. So I hope that's been a, a really good help. Again, please give me some feedback um, of, uh, uh, for you, or how you found this week. Uh, next week, we are um, we're talking about um, big changes will kill business growth. Uh, so it's the aspect I'm looking at next week. Uh, big changes kill business growth. Um, and um, thank you very much. Uh, stay safe, uh, as always. And remember, we're back on next week at half past three uh, on Love Your Business TV. Uh, I've got some great uh, – yeah, thank you, Darren. Uh, thank you also, Andy. Uh, thanks for those guys. Thanks for your comments. Uh, and I look forward to catching up with you next week. Thank you very much. Uh, and remember, uh, better never stops. <laughs>